Today I'm doing another snapshot episode. These are shorter episodes aimed at targeting a really specific question, and they're just not going to take as long as some of these all about episodes and longer ones. But today is uh, all about, sorry, not all about, but it is uh, the snapshot of the perfect camera bag. Does it exist and what are the considerations? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, one of the main things that this podcast is going to get across is the components that I use to basically decide on which bag for me, not just in general, but really on a trip-by-trip basis. You see, I, I actually have a number of camera bags, and right out of the gate, I'll tell you, is that the perfect camera bag is very trip-specific. There's not really one that's going to cover every single scenario because, you know, think about it. If you only need to bring two lenses on a, on a assignment or on an adventure or an expedition, a photo trip, you're not going to bring your biggest bag possible. Similarly, if you're going on a trip where you do have to bring everything, or let's say you need to absolutely cut weight, there's just a ton of variables. You know, if you're going on a bush plane trip across Africa versus Northern Lights in the Canadian Arctic versus a trip where you're bringing macro gear and flashes and uh, diffusers and all that, it's really quite different. So um, I will give some hard and fast recommendations on my actual tips for the, the name of the camera bag, the make and the models that I typically choose. But I'm also going to talk about, and I think this is going to be more important and more helpful for you, is the components that go into my decision. So without further ado, here we go. Snapshot of the perfect camera bag. Does it exist? What's it all about? So the first thing I'm going to think about when picking my camera bag out of my my arsenal of, of camera bags is, of course, how much gear am I bringing with me? And as you probably know, it's not just about lenses or extra camera bodies. Um, it's oftentimes about, you know, are you going to bring some filters? Are you going to bring every single extra battery? Do you need to have a battery charger and an extra battery charger and an extension cord and other cords that charge other batteries for things like GoPros or drones or anything like that? So a lot of it's going to come down to how much gear am I going to have? Uh, the second thing I'm going to look at is what's my transportation like? Am I going to be mostly in commercial airplanes, international flights, getting to and from the start of the destination? Or am I going to be in conditions where I need to have maybe a little bit more protection on my bag, something that's going to pad it, something that's going to have some extra room in there to, to stuff some t-shirts or bandanas or whatever, because this thing's going to maybe get thrown around a little bit. So really, you know, what is the what are the travel conditions like? So first thing, is gear, how much. Second thing is travel conditions. Third thing is what am I going to be doing with my camera gear on a day-to-day basis? Am I using this bag as a backpack for hiking or am I instead probably just picking a couple things out of my quote-unquote master camera bag and bringing it with me in more of a day pack on the trail or in the safari vehicle? And that I, you know, spoiler alert, that is usually what I do. But there are times where I need to have absolutely everything with me because I never know what the day is going to hold. Or I might be bringing some extra video equipment like microphones. I might be bringing extra cameras, literally an extra camera body, or I might be bringing things like a GoPro or even a smaller point and shoot. So, so yeah, what am I going to be using this bag for? essentially outside of the start and end point of the trip. There are a lot of trips that I take where my camera bag is really just a vehicle to get me across the pond, really just a way to travel safely internationally with my camera gear. Um, and also 
you know, this bag might just be really good to organize my camera gear in my hotel room or in my lodge room. But again, maybe not using it. And frankly, usually not using it for the all day, every day kind of toting around. So again, as a recap, first thing is going to be, you know, how much gear am I going to bring? Uh, second is, do I need it really padded or can I get away with just sort of bare bones minimal? Third is, what am I going to be doing on a day-to-day basis with this camera gear? Do I need it to be a multifunctional backpack as well as just a bag itself? So these are really the three main considerations that I'm looking at. And that is basically what I use to go into my gear closet and pick out the camera bag. So the camera bag I use most often is going to be a Manfrotto style. This is obviously the part where we get into hard and fast recommendations. My main camera bag is a Manfrotto backpack style bag. And it's actually really, really minimal. Um, It's basically just a backpack. It opens from the back. So if you think of the two backpack straps, uh, it opens on that side of things. I really, really like that design for a few reasons. Uh, The main reason is I just generally like the fact that it opens up flat. So you can have it on a table, you can have it on the ground and opens up in the back. The other, which is kind of related to that, is that you know, a lot of bags will open from what we might call the front or the outer part. And the problem there is in order to access your camera gear, you usually have to put the back panel, the back panel of the backpack, the part that touches your back on the ground. And there are a lot of places I go that might be muddy or just ridiculously dusty and silty such that if I put that back on the ground, the next time I wear that backpack, I'm going to look like a trash can kid. Like it, I'm going to look pretty bad. It's going to be really dusty, really grimy. Um, I'm going to ruin my clothes, you know, and it's, you know, just don't want to do that. Um, sometimes I might be guiding and I need to look sort of presentable out there. So I really like the back opening backpack bags. The other thing I really like about this Manfrotto style bag is that it is pretty minimal, but it has padding. It's, it is a dedicated camera bag. So it comes with slots that fit my camera with lens plus two to three more lenses. I can fit my big 100 to 400 in there. Um, I can fit my 16 to 35. I have my 24 to 105 on my camera body. And then I have one more little compartment that I just pile in all the extras, my charger, my extra batteries, my lens cleaning kit, my, um, battery charger itself, any extra cables, um, you know, all that sort of stuff, maybe a couple extra lens caps that I like to bring with me. Um, maybe even a flashlight, uh, lens pen, you know, just all those sort of things. So I really like it for that. Now, the thing with this backpack is it is, in my opinion, kind of terrible for taking with me on a day-to-day hiking part of the trip. You know, I just don't, this is not the backpack I use to wear as a backpack. I typically bring it as a second bag for international travel. I have my main backpack, which is a day pack, just like a hiking day pack, an Osprey. Osprey Tropos, it's called. It's a 32 liter. And that's got all my travel gear and, you know, just kind of get me through the airport, my water bottle, my, my reusable spoon, because I like to travel as sustainable as possible. And then just, you know, my, my travel pillow and laptop and cable, all that sort of stuff. So then the second bag is indeed this Manfrotto bag. And it just, it, immediately goes in the overhead compartment. I don't need to look at it. I don't need to use it. And I really just use it as a kind of a base camp, so to speak, of camera gear. So when I'm in my hotel room or my lodge room, I'm always rooting through that to pick out what I need for the day or for the evening or for whatever activity, but I'm really not bringing it with me ever except slinging it over my shoulder as I'm walking through international airports. Um, the other bag that I haven't used in a while, but did have a, a place in my kit for quite a long time is made by Low Pro. Uh, it is an over the shoulder 
case style bag. So this is not a backpack. It is like a messenger bag, but instead uh, of the traditional laptop style messenger bag, it is a case of about two to three compartments, two two by three wide so that you actually stack your lenses in there. And it's called a Novo, a Novo 190. Um, So again, made by Low Pro, and it is a really nice bag if you know you're going to have it on the seat next to you and you need to have really, really quick access to your lenses. So this is a great bag for African safaris when you know you want to bring all your camera stuff each and every day. And this Nova 190 is big enough that I can have my camera body. I can have three, four, maybe even five other lenses in this bag. Um, And again, it kind of looks like a tackle box or a tool chest. Um, And that is a really nice bag. I, it, it, kind of falls in line with the same amount of protection as the Manfrotto backpack style bag. It's not super well protected and it's definitely nothing I would ever bring with me on a day hike. It's really just for commuting and traveling. But when you're on safari, oftentimes you don't need to walk great distances with your camera gear. So just bringing that with me for each game drive and having it in the seat next to me It's a really low profile, lightweight way to go. It's also really nice for bush planes because it is very lightweight. It is relatively small. And because it is kind of like a toolbox style size, I can slip it under my legs um, when I'm seated and actually have it with me in the cabin of the plane. And everybody's happy. I'm happy. uh, My camera's happy. The pilot's happy. So I really like it for that. Um, the third style bag I use is my newest bag that I really, really like that might, it might be the closest thing to perfection that I've had so far. And it's made by a company called Peak Design. Um, they're an amazing manufacturer of bags and organization gear, and it's all with a photography videography emphasis. Um, it's really, really good quality. Um, they aren't inexpensive, but you know, you get what you pay for. And this is really, really tip top quality. It is a backpack that measures about 32 liters, but it can expand to be a little over 40 liters, which is absolutely amazing. So all of a sudden I have a backpack that's high quality. It's very comfortable. Um, it is padded, but you can also buy these little compartments for it to help organize and partition your gear, but it's really comfy. It's really spacious. So it kind of, it holds everything and it's got that classic back panel flap design that I love so much. And it also has all sorts of organization pockets in the front for normal things like laptops and passports and, um, you know, credit cards and, you know, whatever you're bringing with you for travel. My, my reusable spoon (laughs) spork, actually, it's a camping spork. Um, so this, this is a really, really great bag. Highly recommend you checking out Peak Design. They have um, just wowed me with everything that I've purchased and used from them. I have a camera strap. I have a really, really great travel tripod that is just next level. Um, so this bag uh, kind of is the best of all worlds. Again, it's like my Manfrotto style backpack. And the reason I'm not giving the name of this Manfrotto backpack is unfortunately they don't make it anymore. But I tried to describe it the best I could because there are other companies and Manfrotto makes a few similar ones. But again, you know, minimalistic backpack with that back flap is what that is. So Peak Design has that as well. Backpack straps, back opening design and multiple pockets. It's a really, really great way to go. Um, highly recommend it. And, you know, again, I still pick and choose per trip. I don't use that for every single trip, but I have to say I am gearing up right now for my next expedition, which is to the Canadian Arctic for Northern Lights Photography. And that is definitely my go-to bag. Um, one of the biggest limiting ingredients for whether I have a bag that can go with me on day trips and go with me as I'm, you know, 
romping around town or trails is whether it has pockets on the side for my for my water bottles um you know that's that's a huge thing if it doesn't have water capability uh that's not very good on a day trip uh whether you're on trail or off trail or just you know be bopping around town and so this one indeed does and i can fit my analogy and i can fit a little um coffee mug on the other side and it's really really great um, beyond that, you know, I have had some other camera bags in the past. I will tell you, I've seen a lot of photographers that gravitate to these kind of really fancy camera slings. And, and what it is, it's a little sling that'll go over the side of your shoulder. And they advertise it as really quick and easy access for your camera gear. And I got to say, you know, beware of these really quick and easy access bags. They are cool. But oftentimes, unless you're a photojournalist that needs to put your camera away really quick and have really quick access because you're you're on a covert mission or or heck you're you're literally on you know in a huge crowd of a protest or something, um, I don't really find the the usefulness there of being able to have that super quick and easy access. Um, gosh, what what else beyond that? Well, I guess I guess really the last type of camera bag that I'd be remiss if I didn't mention is, is just truly a day pack. And this, this actually, this gets a, a, a un, uh, this gets a much lower amount of attention than it should. I think a lot of photographers really like the big, big camera bags with padding and all that. And I say, you know, honestly, that's great. And it's to each his own, you know, use these criteria that I'm talking about here to really help you understand. But at the end of the day, if you keep your lenses in the cases they came with, or heck, even spend, you know, $15, $20, you know, per lens and get dedicated cases, padded cases for them, you can just throw all that stuff in a backpack. And I, I really advocate before you go out and invest in a new bag or spend a lot of money, you know, you need to really ask yourself, what is the primary use of this bag? Is it truly just a tote stuff across, you know, in an airplane or are you using it for day hiking? And then if you are using it for day hiking and moving around a lot on trails, you really need to ask yourself, should I just have a day pack? Should I just have a really good quality day pack that has a hydration sleeve? You know, if you're going to bring a a bladder of water with you, um, you know, Oftentimes, if you're hiking even three miles, four miles, six miles, you know, if you're going gorilla trekking, you might be hiking eight or 10 miles. Shouldn't you have a bag or a backpack that just works really darn well? And then going into the whole waterproofing discussion of it, yeah, you should definitely make sure that you can waterproof this bag somehow. So oftentimes, if you're just using a camera day pack, you probably have some sort of waterproof shell for it, or maybe it is even a little bit waterproofed. So that's really, really good. I will tell you, this is a little bit of a bonus tip. What do you do if you have a camera bag or a backpack that isn't waterproof, that you don't really feel comfortable just putting a little rain jacket shell around it? What I do oftentimes, especially if I'm in areas where I'm really, really likely to get wet or rained on, like in the jungles of Borneo or cloud forests of Costa Rica, Madagascar, you know, areas where I could be caught out several miles from the vehicle or trailhead. And if it starts raining, we're, we're drenched. You know, you can bring a rain jacket. That's great. But, you know, what do you do with your camera gear? I bring um, a lightweight 20-liter dry bag with me. I roll it up. I put it in the bottom of my bag. It acts as nice cushions. So that way, if I stack lenses on top of it, it's just a nice little padding. And that way, you know, if if all hell breaks loose, and I, you can hear that gruff in the background. That's That's my dog sitting in my lap just being really, really angsty for not getting any attention. Um, sorry, Abby, you'll, we'll, we'll hang out later. So, you know, 
being able to have that dry bag as a last resort, you know, if you just get totally drenched, at least your camera gear stays impeccably dry. So I highly recommend, I, I bring that with me even if I do have a good rain jacket or a good, um, you know, rain shell for my bag, because you never know if it's a really torrential rain and something weird happens and you do get caught out and you don't have access to shelter or building, at least your camera gear has a, a nice permanent home. It's not a, you know, these bags, these dry bags are just typical river dry bags. So they're not super good if you need easy access, you know, quick access to have your camera on and off all the time. But uh, they're they're great for just a fail safe last resort protection. I and they're very inexpensive. You know, we're talking about twenty to twenty five dollars for really intense peace of mind. Uh, so there you have it. You know, I I hesitated giving you the names uh, exact names of these bags because sometimes they're no longer being made. Some of these bags that I have are goodness 15, 20 years old, and that speaks a little bit to the quality and my personal longevity with them of really enjoying and using them a lot. Um, but you know, whether you go for the backpack style, which again, I highly recommend you think about how does that panel open? Is it open in the back? Is it open in the front? If it opens in the front, every time you're using that, you got to put it on its back, the same back that touches you and your clothes. And it might just render you filthy. <laughs> um, or you like more of a messenger style bag that, um, you know, might, you might see wedding photographers or uh, journalists use. And it's a little bit more of an elegant solution. Um, but again, not great for, for hiking around a whole lot. So, you know, then that third option is indeed some sort of bag that you can use for hiking. But I will tell you, no matter what you do, think about the fact that at the end of the day, if you pack your day bag right, you know, the normal day bag that you've probably been using for years, or at least the style you've been using for years, if you pack it right and you pack some t-shirts in there and some rain jackets and, and you get little padding cases for your lenses, you might find that that's enough. Um, so before you go out and try to reinvent the wheel there, just remember you probably have a backpack and you need to answer yourself, answer the question, you know, why is that good enough? It usually will come down to convenience or storage or organization, and I highly respect that. You're talking to a person that has three or four camera bags himself, so I totally get that. There is a purpose or a bag for every purpose, um, so just sticking with my day bag would not be it. But you know, going back and reviewing the steps to consideration, uh, it is you know, a how much gear do I need to bring? B how is this bag gonna be? rough and tumbled up on my safari or my adventure? Do I need a lot of padding? Is it just a, a vessel? And then three, how am I using it to take photographs day by day? Is it simply just a place to store my gear at night and then I'm switching over to a day bag in the day or I'm actually trying to get on the trail because I need to bring all the stuff with me each and every day? Those are the three main considerations. The three bags I talked about, again, Manfrotto backpack style, Low Pro Nova series, I have the 190, and then the Peak Design 30, took 40 liter convertible bag is, uh, those, that's my quiver. That's what I've got. And then, you know, beyond that, my fourth bag would be my just normal day pack is an Osprey Tropos. It's a 32 liter. And this is one of those bags that has that nice little mesh panel on the back. So it's super comfy to where I can, you know, haul really heavy weight with it. It's a little bit expandable. Um, so anyway, We'll keep this short since this is a snapshot, but that's a really quick digest into, you know, the perfect bag. Is it out there? And yes, it is out there. It just comes in a few different shapes and forms. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next time.